0: 97.1 FM, The Drive, presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Chanda. In this episode of Behind the Song, let's go behind the scenes on one of rock's great love song duets, Leather and Lace by Stevie Nicks and Don Henley. It was the second single released from Nick's solo debut album, Belladonna a song that she had originally been commissioned to write for none other than country star Waylon Jennings and his wife, Jessie Coulter, to sing. Now, I'll get to that in a moment, but first it's important to understand how much this 1981 album took all of Nick's belief in her own songwriting and abilities to record and release. By the early 80s, Stevie Nicks had come a long way from first partnering with her one-time boyfriend, Lindsey Buckingham, and their group, Buckingham Nicks, She had taken jobs in their early days cleaning houses for a living to support the pair's musical efforts as they tried to make it in the business. Then, fortune struck when the two joined Fleetwood Mac in 1975. And with their contributions, all the puzzle pieces fit. Fleetwood Mac became a powerhouse on the radio, on tour and in the press, selling millions of the Fleetwood Mac album before releasing the even bigger Rumors two years later in 1977. Fleetwood Mac became rock and roll royalty, one of the most successful groups in the world. And they had their share of well-publicized drama along the way, including interband romantic relationships they had with one another and escalating drug use within the band. By the time they recorded the Tusk album in 1979, Nix and Buckingham had broken up. Nix had begun dating and then ended a relationship with Don Henley of the Eagles, she had a brief fling with Mick Fleetwood and had begun dating record producer Jimmy Iovine. She had also, by that time, contributed many of Fleetwood Mac's biggest hits to the band's repertoire as their songwriter, Rhiannon, Gold Dust Woman, and Dreams, still to this day the band's only number one hit. Nix told Rolling Stone in a 1981 interview that, By the time the year-long tour behind the release of Tusk had ended, she felt completely suffocated and needed to take up the business of her own creative output and control. She explained it like this in the interview. My life was completely wrapped up in Fleetwood Mac. You can call in sick to a job, a boyfriend, even a husband, but you cannot call in sick to Fleetwood Mac. Ever. And even though Nix had a track record of success with her songwriting, it was harder for her to be taken seriously in the male-dominated world of the music business. She was thought to be flaky by some players in the biz, not given the respect of some of her female counterparts like Joni Mitchell, partly because of her ethereal fashion sense and partly because lyrically her songs often danced around the mystical even when she was more or less inventing a highly confessional style of lyricism that artists like Taylor Swift and others use today. So, by the late 70s and early 80s, it was up to Nix to see her vision through and to make her solo debut album undeniable to her detractors in the machinery of the Los Angeles music business world. Determined to succeed, in 1980, she created her own record label, Modern Records with music industry veteran Danny Goldberg, who would later manage the career of Nirvana, along with John Silva, and Paul Fishkin, a record producer with whom Nix also had a brief love affair. The idea was to get a bigger label to distribute the material while maintaining creative control over the work. Moe Austin, who at the time was the head of Warner Brothers Records, home of Fleetwood Mac, passed on the deal right away, as did others in the business mick fleetwood was also none too pleased with nick's desire to carve out a solo path apart from the band nonetheless modern records found a distributor in atlantic records and belladonna was recorded for as much as the business end of the music industry resisted nick's journey into becoming a solo artist she had no shortage of actual musicians ready and willing to work with her on her debut the credits on this album read like a who's who of rock luminaries, especially in the early 80s. Jimmy Iovine, her boyfriend at the time, produced the album and demanded that she include Stop Dragging My Heart Around on the album, a song that Tom Petty had written, who Iovine also happened to be producing. It was of course recorded as a duet between Nix and Petty and became a huge hit. Nix had huge respect for Tom Petty and at one point made it clear to him that she wanted to be in his band to which Petty famously said there are no girls in the Heartbreakers and that was that but the two still worked together and remained friends until Petty's death Ben Montinch of Tom Petty's Heartbreakers was the musical director for the Belladonna album and both Mike Campbell and Stan Lynch of the Heartbreakers played on the album as well Roy Bitten. Pianist for Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band appeared, as did Donald Duck Dunn of Booker T and the MGs. Wadi Wachtel, one of the most sought-after session guitarists in Los Angeles, was part of the recording sessions, too. And Don Henley not only sang the duet Leather and Lace with Nix, he and Don Felder of the Eagles performed on The Highwayman," a song that Nix wrote for Henley. And then there were her two backup singers, Sharon Solani and Lori Perry, two vocalists who are now longtime collaborators with Nix and who are credited just below Stevie Nix on the Belladonna album. And that's important because at the end of the day, notwithstanding all the noteworthy male players involved with making this album, Stevie Nix had written a body of work that was written firmly from a female perspective. And those female harmonies throughout the songs Are so impactful towards underscoring that idea. And speaking of harmonies, it's hard now to imagine anyone else but Stevie Nicks and her one time boyfriend, Don Henley, sharing verses on the song Leather and Lace. But that's not how the song started out. Waylon Jennings, the outlaw country star who turned the Nashville music business on its ear several times over during his long career with his resistance to what he considered to be the confining aspects of country music, was a big fan of Fleetwood Mac and of Stevie Nick's songwriting in particular. In fact, back in 1978, he and Willie Nelson recorded a cover of Gold Dust Woman for the Waylon and Willie album, which was a number one album on the country charts for 10 weeks. And it was not the first or the last time Jennings would reach into the rock world for song material. Jennings was at the height of his fame at this time and had previously asked Nix to write a song for him that could be sung as a duet between he and his wife, the singer Jesse Coulter. Nix agreed and spent a lot of time putting together the lyrics for Leather and Lace— as a duet between a man and a woman who were involved together and who were performers, a duet between singers in bands, and how hard it could be to maintain relationships under the spotlight, a subject that Nix knew all too well. The song was written during her time dating Don Henley and finished with Henley's insistence that she keep at it and not give up on it, according to Nix. And by the time she did finish the song, a surprising thing had happened. Jennings and Coulter had split apart, due in no small part to Jennings' well-publicized drug abuse. Nix grappled with the idea that if she gave the song to Jennings, it would no longer be sung as the duet between him and his wife that she had envisioned. After giving this a lot of thought, Nick said that at the end of the day, she couldn't part with the song unless it was sung as a duet and explained to Jennings that she would be recording the song herself for her upcoming solo album. Jennings had planned for the song to be the title track to his album, Leather and Lace, which was also released in 1981, but it didn't work out that way. Interestingly, that album features several duets with Coulter, including one that Coulter wrote called Storms Never Last, which is one of the couple's best-known hits. With her claim staked on the song she had originally written for Jennings and Coulter, Nyx now turned to the one person she knew could perform the song as a duet with her. The person who knew the material as well as she did, from their time romantically linked together while she was writing it, Don Henley. And it's key to note here that Nyx was quite capable of dating someone, ending the relationship, and maintaining a friendship and a working relationship afterward. During her relationship with Henley, Nyx became pregnant and terminated the pregnancy. The Fleetwood Mac song, Sarah, is based partly on this experience, as that is the name Nix said she would have given the child. So there was a deep and painful history between Nix and Henley that they were both able to move past. And adding to the intrigue, at the time of the recording, Nix and Jimmy Iovine were reportedly madly in love. It demonstrates an ability to compartmentalize moments in what must have been a seemingly nonstop roller coaster life, where in the end, the songs were what mattered the most to Nick's. And yet there is so much vulnerability in the lyrics of Leather and Lace, a heartfelt longing that hints at Nick's own musical upbringing, listening to her grandfather's country music growing up in Arizona. No wonder Waylon Jennings recorded her work and asked her to write this song. There is a Texas-sized teardrop in the nature of the love outlined in the lyrics. And they start like this, with Nick's singing. Is love so fragile, and the heart so hollow, shatter with words, impossible to follow? You're saying I'm fragile. I try not to be. I search only for something I can't see. I have my own life, and I'm stronger than you know. But I carry this feeling, when you walked into my house, that you won't be walking out the door. Still I carry this feeling, when you walked into my house, that you won't be walking out the door. And then Nix is joined by Henley, her old flame, on the chorus. Lovers forever, face to face. My city or mountains, stay with me, stay. I need you to love me. I need you today. Give to me your leather. Take from me my lace. Stevie Nicks has said this of her ability to write material based on her relationships and maintain those relationships later. In an interview with Billboard magazine, she said you have to be kind. Just because a relationship ended badly, you can't tell that to the world. But you can write a song about it that tells the really magical moments. She has also said that loyalty is very important to her and that once she loves someone, she loves them forever. I think there's a comfort in that, in not becoming brittle once something is over or didn't go the way we expected it to go for both parties involved. Don Henley takes the second verse and sings. You in the moonlight, with your sleepy eyes, could you ever love a man like me? And you were right, When I walked into your house, I knew I'd never want to leave. Sometimes I'm a strong man, sometimes cold and scared, and sometimes I cry. But that time I saw you, I knew with you to light my nights. Somehow I would get by. And then their voices join again on the chorus. Nick's taking the lead and Henley providing the harmony. Lovers forever, face to face. My city or mountains stay with me stay i need you to love me i need you today give to me your leather and take from me my lace and the chorus repeats and the song fades when stevie nicks was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame as a solo artist in 2019 she was the only woman ever to be inducted as both a member of a band with fleetwood mac in 1998 and as a solo artist And it was Don Henley, who joined Nix on stage at the induction for a duet performance of Leather and Lace. The song went to number six on the Billboard Hot 100 when it was released, and the Belladonna album proved all of Stevie Nick's former detractors in the music business, very wrong when it went to number one on the Billboard 200 chart and spent three years there, going multi-platinum in the process. Nix split with Jimmy Iovine in 1982, Reportedly over his overwhelming despondency at the death of his friend, John Lennon. Yet, in true Stevie Nicks fashion, the two remain friends. Ivine went on to become co-founder of Interscope Records and of Beats Electronics, one of the most successful producers that turned entrepreneurs in music business history. And in the years since Belladonna was released in 1981... Stevie Nicks overcame a crippling addiction to cocaine after a doctor advised her that just one more line would kill her. She also won numerous Grammy Awards and has collaborated with new stars, notably Harry Styles, formerly of One Direction, with whom she has a close relationship, but not a romantic one. It was Styles who inducted Nicks into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo artist on her request. Rolling Stone named her one of the 100 best songwriters of all time. She made headlines twice in 2020. First, when her song Dreams became the subject of a TikTok sensation when a fan shot a video of himself riding a skateboard and drinking cranberry juice to the song. And secondly, when she sold an 80% stake in her music to a publishing company for an estimated $100 million. Stevie Nicks has said this of her relationships dizzying collisions with fellow artists and icons with more than her share of heartbreak along the way. And I think it's good advice for us all. Your graciousness is what carries you. If you're gracious, you've won the game. And ultimately, that's what Leather and Lace is all about. The grace to go on between two opposites that attracted one another, even after it didn't work out as planned, and to stay connected and loyal to the memory of what was good. Forever, I'm Janda, and this is Band Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music that you hear on this podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Podcast One, or stream for free at wdrv.com Behind the Song or on the Drive app. Subscribe to the Behind the Song podcast on YouTube and see the video episode. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Lane Radio, and on Twitter and TikTok at Jandalane. On the way, episodes about lyrics from a Southern rock band's debut and more. Classic rock and roll. Put the power of podcasting to work for your business. You can be part of Behind the Song and reach potential customers inside every episode. To advertise your product or service by sponsoring Behind the Song, send an email to podcast at hubbardradio.com now.